go. There we go. That's lit. Thank you. We did it. What's up, wow. Everyone? All right, guys. We're starting off this episode with a technical difficulty, which you know, if this was in the '90s or early 2000s, it's like so simple. But now, because everything is more complicated, mm-hmm. we just thought it was gonna be a way mm-hmm. different issue, and it was just pressing the button in the proper go. way. So. Welcome to the Milk Room Podcast. I'm your host, Flip. And tonight, tonight, we've got... My name is Christopher Leon. What's up, y'all? There he is. Chilling here with Flip (laughs) in the Milk Room. Yes, and he goes by that, too, when he sings songs and makes music, right? That's your entire artist name. name. Yeah, Yeah. and you just were like, that's my name. I don't need an artist name. I love that. It's like everybody comes in, me too. I I have like... (laughs) you know different names yeah 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 it's like no you just are who you are that's it and i think that is exactly that's a good starting point too to describe your music Mm. in general because i know when we briefly talked about your most recent project you were talking about it is straight you it's everything that has come from experience and years of writing yes correct yes yeah um yeah years of writing years of being in my feelings yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're that, artists, you know, it's cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how do you feel now that that project is done? And are you still promoting that project? Which, say yeah. the name of it, too, um, that so, way people can listen to yeah, it. Yeah, my album is called We're All Healing uh, by Christopher Leon. It's available everywhere. Um, I released it a few months ago um, in, a, in a, a, a time of crisis. Right. Um, <laughs> just going, go, going through it personally. Um, but uh, since it has been out, I felt relieved. I felt very relieved. Um, it was nice to uh, it was nice to get, I guess, my side of the story out of everything. Um, it was nice to open up to everyone, including friends and family, just about myself and how I feel and how I've been feeling for so long. Um, yeah, so it was it was just great. It was great relief to have it all out there, even though it was very intimidating and scary. Right. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm very I'm very happy that I did it. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I think that my friends know me more, and my family understands me more. So. And isn't that what we always want? Yeah. Is yeah. just for our family to understand us. For real. <laughs> so, for real. so now, yeah. Did you think too when you put the project out, you hadn't really shared with your friends and family maybe what it was about, and you kind of just put it all out? You said, "Oh, here are a few things about it," but. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not even that. You're just like, here's the project. Listen to it. And did they come to you being like, wow, we didn't know you had all those experiences and thoughts and feelings behind it? Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a there was a little bit of uh, some anticipation to it just because I was kind of I was documenting certain things like I would be trying to write. And um, so I'd record myself and I'd be like super emotional while I was doing it. And uh you know, no one out of context, no one mm-hmm. knows like what's going on. So right. they were just like, what are you, what are you working on? That's like making you feel this way. Oh, and, yeah. um, uh, so whenever it was finally finished and I started like playing it, um, I played it, uh, for my friends. I had a birthday party last year and, um, I just invited a whole bunch of friends over and I was love like, it. guys, I'd really love for you all to listen to this. Um, and so they all came in, they all, we all listened to it, uh, you know, shared feelings, cried a little bit, all that jazz. And it was, it was great. And then I flew home, uh, which is the Midwest, uh, uh, Missouri. Um, and I played it for my parents before it came out because I thought it was important that they 
heard it before gotcha. everyone else, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know if I ever have spoken to you about where you're originally from. So I didn't know that you were from Missouri. Mm -hmm. If you had said that before, I do apologize, but no, no. yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel like, well, how long have you been out here to start? And then how do you think your experience being out in LA and then coming back to Missouri was after, you know, all the things you, you've learned here as an artist mm -hmm. and pursuing all that. And then how did your family receive that and all of that good stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, uh, so in June I will have been here for five years. In okay. LA. Nice. Nice. Um, which is wild to think about. Uh, it's already I just been hit five my five years, years too. And oh, yeah? I was like, what yeah, on <laughs> earth have I been doing? But I feel like the two pandemic years, it was just kind <laughs> of count. like, they don't <laughs> yeah. count. So I'm like, that makes more sense. Cause yeah. I'm like, how yeah. could it be five already? No, seriously. So weird. It's super weird. Um, but yeah, five years here, um, going back. The, the thing is I was born in, so I was born in St. Louis, but I was raised in very small towns gotcha. in Missouri and Illinois, uh, around St. Louis. And, um, I was never a big fan of it because it's like, it was super small town, like yeah. small, small town. And, um, I just never felt like I belonged there. There weren't opportunities that I want. I didn't even know what the opportunities were because there just weren't opportunities, right. you know? Um, so I, I just kind of wanted to like escape and see more you know um yeah which is exactly why i came here just for opportunities right um and i will say like going back like whenever i do visit it's weird because it's like it's it, it's weird because like nothing has changed which is like a good thing because it's like oh nothing's changed good but also it's like nothing has changed like <laughs> for real like it's been right. so long like, you know um so <clears throat> i uh no, it's just it's like it's where i was raised but it's like yeah. not home for me i feel you yeah, yeah. i kind of have a similar story being from north carolina it's like i absolutely love it and appreciate it when i go back now but growing up there i was very excited to leave and see what else was mm -hmm. out there in the world i think as creatives too we can't just stay in one place it's just impossible yeah. there's something that I don't know if, you know, it's like a, we're born with it thing, but that's what they say. If you're creative, you're kind of born with it. Yeah. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe we're born with it. Um, but yeah, it's just, you can't stop that spirit from bringing you where you need to be. Um, but that's so cool. Cause I actually have heard a lot about musicians coming from St. Louis. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a very musically inclined place, but maybe I don't know. Cause I've only, I've only crossed through there mm -hmm. um but maybe it's like everybody there there's like the people who have that spark of creativity and music musicality want to come to la and then they make it and that's where you find out that they're from st louis yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. it's something about just growing up there mm -hmm. but that's so cool that you you ended up doing that and sharing it with your your parents and your family and your friends and i think that the title is what i loved the most which is we're, we're all, all healing. healing which everybody can relate yeah. to that i hope um if not then you might just not get there yet and that's okay yeah, yeah. but um i think we all at least want to heal mm -hmm. so i think that that project already sparks a lot of interest in most minds when they hear that so congratulations Thanks. on yeah. coming up with a really cool concept <laughs> but it's you. really just a part of the human experience mm -hmm. which is amazing um so again what is your favorite song on that project though Ooh. if you could pick okay so a lot of people do ask me this and I, You're and like, I get the I same don't answer every time because it it really is like a it depends on my mood. Okay, you know? I feel that. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy uh, you know unheard prayers the second track because there's a little bit of 
me trying to ask help from like God and then me talking to my therapist and me just ranting and just going off. Um, there's times when I like just don't, we can like cuss and everything, right? Oh yeah. Okay, you can cool, do cool, cool. anything okay, on the so, Milkroom podcast. Yeah. If I'm like <laughs> just in like a fuck it, I don't care about anything mood. Like jungle talk is like my jam because I'm just like screaming on that one. I'm saying a whole bunch of wild shit. Um, yeah, and but but finish the job is like I really think that that's like just a, a great track in all. Gotcha. Um, so I really do love love that one. Um, yeah, and then the last one, Maker. It's like I'm. It's like a little bit of hope, you know. So love it's like it, it really does. It it really depends on my mood. But yeah, those those are like my top four. And, I think. And do you feel like putting the project out? You kind of you have healed mostly or I mean we're all in a, a consistent process of doing that but do you feel like it, it really did help to heal whatever wounds were going on um yeah. in the past um yeah that's interesting you know uh whenever a lot of people ask me whenever it first came out mm -hmm. if like you know how do you feel like it's out there like is everything good and I would always be like yo this happened like a couple months ago you know gotcha. like like this this is like so fresh you know like right all I'm doing is telling you it happened I'm not saying that I figured it all out you know right. and everything's like all better um I will say though over time it's gotten like gradually easier and easier and easier you know very cool um yeah and I don't uh it's weird because there are some times where like I'll listen to it and I'm not like emotional like I can like mm -hmm. listen to it and be like oh this is okay all right you know and then but then there's times where like it just destroys me whenever I listen to it I you resonate know? <laughs> with that that can be um, even anything just like <laughs> There are going to be songs that play that I haven't heard in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And if I'm in an emotional mood, I'll just be like, like yeah. a memory will be attached to it. And you can't even listen to it. Absolutely. It'll be something like Ozzy Osbourne. I'm yeah. like, why am I crying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel that. And that's, I think that's really cool to, to see that this, even though it's out, it's still an ongoing process and it's still resonating, mm -hmm. which is very cool. Um, I think a part of healing that I, something that I can resonate with is the sooner I get something out, it does help. You know, it's like you're not harboring whatever was going on inside anymore because yeah. I had a tendency to just kind of like push things down. So as soon as you got it out, it's kind of like, it really is cathartic. Yeah. It's not saying that everything is healed or, or mm -hmm. done yet, but I, I'm, I'm proud of you for taking that step Thank and you. doing that because it's really hard to be vulnerable with Thank people, you. especially yeah. in the day and age of, social media or just out in a big city mm -hmm. it's really hard to be that vulnerable and congratulations thank you it's huge thank you yeah um yeah i i realized that while i was i was making it i was like i i really do love this feeling like even though like it's even though making the the songs are it's so hard um to right. like to, to go through that you know um especially when um so i'm doing like damn near everything myself you know the production the mixing the right. like all of it oh yes so guys he does it all <laughs> like i forgot about this because we we briefly had a conversation when the album was almost finished so i don't even know how long that's been now mm -hmm. um but i remember being like do you produce everything too he's like yes yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah so he's not only putting his heart and soul into the lyrics and the songwriting and the recording it's like the beat making everything yeah. which not a lot of people can say that it's, so uh, well, thank you but yeah <laughs> yeah hu you. huge part of your like the creation what is it like the soul creation it's like 
here's a big chunk of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, seriously. Here we go. It's all of me. But um, yeah. No, I did. Uh, I mean, shout out to my homie Infamous Beats and my homie, uh, uh, to be honest, they um, what? he helped me with uh, Infamous Beats. Helped me produce whenever. Shout I out. <laughs> I was not expecting. That. I'm so sorry. That, <laughs> sometimes I forget. Also, <laughs> sometimes it's dangerous to leave me with the buttons yeah. here because I forget which ones are which, yeah, and I, I just know that number one is a good one, but yep. I forget that it's like the vuvuzela. <laughs> so I thought it was the clapping one, which I think is number three. No, oh, it's not number three. Oh, made That's another the joke. joke. There we go. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. (laughs) And here we go. Out of trying all the buttons. Here's the clap for you that I was trying (laughs) to find. There we go. um, Shout out to to my homie Infamous Beats. He helped me so much um, with production. Like I would make the track and I'd be like, I don't like my bass. Can you like help me with, you know? Um, Yeah. And then my homie, to be honest, he helped me with the mixing. Once I had done everything, I was like, I just need this to be clear. Can you help me out with that? They really helped. So, yeah, thanks a lot for that. Um, but, and I've already forgotten where this conversation started. <laughs> where, right, where but that's, what, that's the beauty of this podcast. Don't <laughs> worry, see. it happens to everybody. Um, no, so, so yeah, we you put it, your your heart and soul into all of this, and mm-hmm. now it's, it's done. And, I mean, it's not done. It's still floating around. You can always listen to it yeah. and go back. Yeah, but yeah. I guess now it's what do you feel like now do you want to do? Do you kind of feel like there's mm. more to process and more to write about? Or do you kind of feel like it's a whole new chapter for you uh, or something else? Both. Um, both. So outside of making new music, like right now I'm, I'm really excited about the shows that I've been putting on. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, you've been doing live performances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. How many have you um, done so far? Jeez, like six. Ooh. Yeah, six. Um, That's awesome. And I've been, uh, yeah, and I've been trying to go. I mean, went to Texas. I did one in LA um, last week. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going actually going back to Missouri, nice. close to my hometown, next month um, to do one. So I'm like really excited about that. Um, and I have another show this upcoming Saturday um, in LA. But I've been um, where I will be performing the whole album. Come through, uh, Sassafras Saloon. This Saturday. Sassafras Saloon. Yeah. Oh, I keep hearing about Sassafras. Yeah. Get, I still have not through. been. We got to come through, everybody. <laughs> Sassafras. Um, but I've been loving performing this because it's like, it, it's like a, it's like a therapy session for all of us. You know, like I get to, I get to be on stage and people get to see me reacting to these songs and like being emotional myself and things right. like that. And then, um, you know, and then they get emotional and, you know, we just, we're just like feeding off of each other. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's really nice that I, I think they're like really special moments. And I really, I really do like that. Um, and then when it comes to future music, I've been, I'm still like in the same, I'm like, I'm, I'm closing this chapter, but I'm still in the chapter, you know? Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and the last, album like I just put so much in that it's it's been so hard for me to like get back into that you know right um yeah so album wise like it's coming very slowly um but my my biggest thing is I've I've loved collaborating with other artists just because I can like get a breath of fresh air and work with someone new and not particularly like write about the stuff that I've been writing about which is like a needed break right um 
you know, but I, I do keep saying that, but I mean, it's been months. So like, it's, it's about time for me to, you know, get, get back into it. I mean, time is of the essence though. Cause I feel you when you bring, when you put something that is so much of a chunk of yourself into a project, it's really hard to just go into that next up because it's a process, yeah. you know? And, uh, I like what you've said about collaborating. Cause I, I think I resonate with that too. It's like, if I'm feeling like, okay, my stuff right now is more maybe emotional or more ballads or slower it's so fun to make music with somebody who's like let's make a club banger i'm in that zone and it's like okay cool that's bringing me out of whatever energy i'm dealing with and going into (laughs) another one so yeah i'm excited to hear those collabs too because i know you got i know you got range whatever that song was (laughs) that you performed here which was over like oh yeah a Uh, year and a half ago now probably back on my bullshit yeah Yeah, that one was fire and you were actually because that was the first time i ever saw him shout out to nasty nate who hosts a lot of stuff here um nasty nate invited you through Mm -hmm. and i remember i was at the dj set at the time and we were just like, okay, who's this kid? Like, let's see what he's got. And he just performed the shit out of that song. Oh, thank you. So it was, it was dope. Um, and then like just knowing how hard that song goes and then the range that you have pretty, you know, mm-hmm. coming out with this album is, is crazy. So I'm oh, like, well, I, I, I don't know what else to expect, which is cool. I like I that. Yeah. It's not like a one trick pony, right? Yeah. It's like you, you yeah. rapper, singer, whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah. yeah. So, well, so own that. Yeah. That's Thanks fucking awesome. So let's side track from mm-hmm. music for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what else have you been up to? Is there anything that nobody knows? Like, have you been mm. diving in? Oh, I think you're a reader. Yeah. You're a big reader. Yeah. Um, Is there anything there? Like, what what do you do in, like, those off moments where you're like, I don't even want to think about music? Yeah, I do. Um, So I kind of just... I'm always like obsessed with something. Right. Uh, so like it just goes off. So like I mean it's either the project or a book that I'm reading or I do um I do like a lot of uh, like training like Muay Thai and stuff so I like just be in the gym all the time. Um if I'm talking to someone I'm obsessed with them. Oh. You know like I'm just I'm, I'm always like going around with what I'm like obsessed with and Gotcha. Um yeah as of right now it's been uh I've been really big into reading i'm I'm reading a well i'm reading it's kind of like a boring book but it's like everything you need to know about music um and love I'm, it sometimes you, know, you gotta read those you know like and I'm just, yeah because I, I don't know much of all the stuff behind the scenes that you have to know so right. i've been going through that but it's like homework you gotcha. know, so it's like boring but um yeah other than that it's been to be honest i've been having to like work a lot just to pay rent because it's it it's getting it's getting ridiculous out here um, it really is what's happening yeah, for real. <laughs> like, why do this to us yeah. right now <laughs> um yeah but other than that i mean my putting on these shows has been like the yeah. biggest thing like all my energy has been like going into putting on shows and that's pretty i mean that's good as a creative too it's like okay wait you know you if you're saying that you get obsessed with one, one thing that's actually a really good yeah <laughs> you know character trait to have if you want to do music mm-hmm. because a lot of the times all of us get so distracted and then it's like oh oops i haven't been in the studio in like six months yep that's a huge chunk of time or whatever it is so you know that's admirable that you're <laughs> you're like well good thing i'm just going on one thing because i'm gonna make this shit happen yeah well, yeah he's gonna, gonna make it happen yeah but, thank you but yeah it's um it, it's uh I, i'm just trying to stay focused because if i don't i'll yeah procrastinate until the end of time and so 
I just have to force myself to like keep doing something, you know. So that's why I'm thankful that while while I'm in this like writer's block hiatus mm-hmm. period, I'm, I'm at least putting on shows, which is right. You've got the content. Yeah, that's all that matters. Is like you know you have content to ride with. It's not like you've never put out anything, right? Yeah, really I'm actually yeah. just giving advice right now that like <laughs> people have told me. Hell yeah! Hey. <laughs> you know, it's like you have it, yep. so keep running with it. Yeah. So okay. I'm a kickboxer. Mm-hmm. That has changed my life. Well, yeah. I'm talking like I'm a professional in that, but I like <laughs> to kickbox. Um, so how do you think that Muay Thai and all of those art forms in the gym kind of help your life? Or what do you love about it? Because I know for me, you know, I could dive into like how it changed myself mm-hmm. mentally. But how do you think that has helped you along this journey? Um, it's humbled the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah humbled the hell out of me just going in like a ring and just getting beat up all the time like knowing that (laughs) there's always someone better than you Mm -hmm. is like a very important thing to know and to like always know you know just so that you don't um yeah because i'll i'll think that i'm the greatest in the world until someone puts me on my ass and then i'm like oh i'm not isn't it funny too because it's always who you least expect yeah right it's like when you're and that's the whole thing with martial arts right it's like watch your back Mm -hmm. because you never know who's like right there behind ready to see you at your weakest point so it's like a keep alert keep focused i actually don't know much about muay thai um is it more uh it's defensive or is it it's kickboxing except you also use your knees and elbows okay i think that's what i'm doing a little bit yeah, we did some elbows the other day. Oh, there day. you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Not with other people, but yeah. just with the bag. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, but, but yeah, I that's, like it's like... Yeah, it's all... I mean, that's pretty much the only real difference that I know of. But of course, okay. I don't like study the history of it all, you know. It's your but, next manual you have to yeah, read. Yeah, <laughs> everything you need to know about Muay Thai. <laughs> More homework, perfect. <laughs> right. But, um, <laughs> no, it's... Uh, but uh, So, uh, including like being like humbling me, it also is it's helped with my like discipline my self-discipline you know um you're not going to get good at this unless you try it a thousand times on someone um and also like even though it does humble me it also makes me more confident because i know that like i can i mean i'm fighting people you know like um so it's just knowing that i can hold my own and it's like a battle against myself like i'm trying to be better than i was um yeah it's it it really is like fight training is is something to like really keep your mind like growing and like steady and also whenever you're just having a bad day and you Mm -hmm. just want to like hit something you can just hit something you know I I do it with my friend Jackie she's one of my best friends and and we'll text each other it's like yo I just need to kick the bag today Mm -hmm. you know it's just like just kick the bag like punch the bag whatever it's like and one thing the reason why I wanted to step into it too is I I like to study quote greats or whatever that Mm -hmm. are living in our generation right now so I always look at like Tony Robbins or the people who are doing so much with their time and I've I feel like it's a common denominator that everybody engages in some sort of martial arts or some sort of training like that Mm -hmm. it's actually I didn't realize just how across the board like people use that as a mental and physical tool to accomplish so much more. Yeah. And as soon as I implemented that into my own daily routine, I'm like, it's like you said, it's like you're, you know, if you're feeling like a loser one day or whatever it is, it's like, no, you're a fighter. Yeah. You're, you might fail forward, whatever, but it, it does bring out this sense of 
confidence mm-hmm. and then it levels your ego at the same time. Seriously. So it's like a beautiful gift that I, I can't believe I didn't start earlier. It would have probably helped a lot with any like depression or anxiety or yeah. whatever, but yeah, good shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, thanks. It helps so much with a creative person. Cause we're all in our heads all the time. Yeah. Just getting that out into a bag is like, seriously major therapy and even if i'm having like a day where i'm literally not doing anything if the only thing i do all day is go to the gym for an hour feel good yeah like it it was a good day right right feels so productive it's like yeah i I wrote a book you know that's kind of what it tricks your mind into thinking Yeah. yeah yeah for sure so okay we shouted out nasty nate we got a shout out his girlfriend nat nat we love her yeah Talk about this video. You briefly talked about it. I don't know what yep. song it's for, what music video you're doing. So, yeah. um, this new, I have a new song coming out. It's called Daydreaming. Uh, it was produced by my homie Marky Style. Um, yeah, him and I made it together, and it's, uh, it's, it's going to be my new single. I'm very excited for it. We shot a music video. I did the right button. <laughs> <laughs> we shot a music video. Um, my homie Seth Cunningham, he, uh, he, he shot it for us, and he's been working for months and months to get it it's um amazing i'm really excited about it because there's like a whole lot of like animation to it Ooh, and stuff cool so it's really creative um but nat came through um and she was my muse for the um the video Love and it. she did an amazing job and i am so excited to see the video Love show it. her the video release the video um yeah so i've been uh I haven't shown any like sneak peeks of the track other than like I perform it at shows. Right. Um, and so. So you got to go to the show yeah, to see this Saturday about this. Sassafras yeah. Saloon. <laughs> this Saturday, Sassafras Saloon. Yeah. What time? Uh, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Okay, 10 p.m. Yeah. There you go. But uh, yeah, so I'm um no, I'm really excited. It's going to be. I think it's a great summer song. Um, Hell yeah. We all need a new summer bop. Heck yeah. It's like, I haven't heard a good one in a minute, to be honest. (laughs) And um, no, I like it because it's it's, uh, a different direction than the album where we're getting into happier times, you know? Right, right. um, It's almost like everybody this year was, it's go time. mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I've sensed that energy. The energy is really intense this year. It's fast paced, but we all have needed it. Also, we have oh, we, we have our mascot pup. milk. She's singing in the background. I think she needs to go pee, but it's so cute. She's howling, and I've never heard her howl before. <laughs> We're bringing out the singer in awe. Yeah, for real. <laughs> How cute! Yeah. She's never done that before. <laughs> I've never heard her make noise. A word? I see. <laughs> okay, milk. She's like, I'm gonna give Chris a run for his yeah, money. Yeah, for real. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations on the new song. That's really, really exciting. I'm very excited. Um, yeah. You know what's so funny? Speaking about summer bops, just a this just popped in my head. I feel like the last summer song that people still talk about mm-hmm. is Drake's 2016 One Dance. Oh snap! Yeah. Right. Like, think about another song. Like, I think people were just like, all like in my head when summertime rolls around. I'm like, all oh, summer 16. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that was yeah a long time ago now that's very true isn't that weird that was six years ago yeah damn yeah right six years ago right for some reason i thought it was four years ago it's 2022 not 2020 right damn the last two years don't count yeah this is another reason why 
<laughs> We've been here for three years, exactly. not five years. Isn't that strange? That's wild. That's wild. Right. So we need another summertime jam. Yeah, so yeah. thank you. I think he, uh, maybe, do you think sicko mode is a, a summer summer bop? Did it come out in the summer? Because I, I, oh, I actually don't know. I don't yeah. know, right? I was listening to it. I remember I was listening to it a lot in the fall because I remember working out Revolve at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was... Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It was like August, September, and yeah. I was like doing my work yeah. and listening to Sicko Mode, and I was like, yeah, the shit's Bob. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Isn't that weird, though? No, we need more. We need more for we sure. We need more. Come on, happier time. I'll bring them. Let's there go. we go. See, there's the opening. There's the gap. Yep. That's that's what we've been waiting for. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, we, we've done the music thing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's so much more about you, but you're like not like shy Mm. But I feel like you're an enigma a little bit. I don't know why. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Enigma means like you just have more to you than maybe you let on. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Like, I don't know. I feel like. I'm not telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth. No, but you do. But you're very on. That's the other thing is that I feel like you are who you are. But Mm. I feel like there's so much more to you than like people would know. And I think we we briefly talked about this too. It's like you're introverted Mm -hmm. as well, even though people would think that you're extroverted and you'd be out with people all the time or whatever. But I think that there's like, you know, like what's something, even if it's not now, Uh like five to ten years down the road, this can be a difficult question. But it's like, where do you see yourself taking what you're doing now? Like, do you think it's music? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's just music? Or, like, do you think, like, a writer? Or I get you. Like, things like that, where I feel like there's something that, I don't know if it's just me picking up on something intuitively, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I feel like you're going to do, like, music, mm-hmm. but there's something else I feel like you love that's going to pop out of there. I get you. Right. Um, so I do love, I'm happy, I'm happiest whenever I'm like creating good stuff. Um, okay. and so I do think that I would love to act to be there honest. There it is. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say there's something, um, I don't know what it was, but I was like, I, cause you know what I was going to ask and I'm not yeah. kidding. I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like, like when you said the video thing, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like that's just the beginning. I see. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, there's got to be some sort of like, I don't know. I Thank you, you for validating. Well, no, for sure. No. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I do, I I do love the the like the acting art form. Um, and I got that like just off of like doing music videos, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then just you know being like in a mood and like acting, you know, and being like, oh, I kind of you know I like this. Um, so I actually just got into. Uh, an agency um it's stats for like the acting agency um there it is and so yeah i would love to i would love to do something like even if it's a small little recurring role just like just something i I would love to i don't know why but i see you like next thing you do is being on a crime show i don't know what it is i don't know like (laughs) i might just be crazy but i'm like it's a psychic thing um there's some yeah i was just like thinking that i was like like you like have that vibe too, because yeah. okay. The reason why I'm thinking this too, I can't express enough how good this guy is at performing. Oh, like thanks. when you performed that one time, I was like, <laughs> okay, shit. Like nobody's performed that hard at the milk room at the time that I'd seen, yeah. and I, I don't know, still maybe. Yeah. But, um. So yeah, I think acting is totally in your your wheelhouse. Oh, so definitely pursue that. 
Heck like, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, he's already on. got an agent. He's yeah. fine. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll Look at hey, Milk go. Hey, little one. Milk, come here, baby girl. She is so funny right now. Does, does she sit on laps? She does. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Come here. Come here. That is so funny. She is definitely a singer. She's like, Chris, put me in your next video. Please. <laughs> this is milk for everyone watching on uh, live. Oh, you can't see her. <laughs> um, but, uh, She's so cute. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah, so I would love to, I would love to do that. Um, to be honest, I love stand-up comedy so Ooh, much. Okay. So much. Um, I've always been too afraid to like try it. Yeah. Um, just because I know how much dedication it'll take to like do that. There is something about stand-up comedy where I, I feel that same thing. Cause I, I, for years I've been wanting to do stand up, but mm -hmm. there is something where it's like, how do you channel, you know, those certain moods where you're like, okay, I feel like I just am channeling something. Like mm -hmm. I feel good. I'm like hitting jokes, whatever. It's almost such a rarity. And so you start to see these comics that do it all the time. And you're like, that is a, yeah, that's a fucking art form. Yeah. Like to like how. Yeah. Like yeah. constant um, laughs. <laughs> constant on point. For real. No, I, I love it so much. And I think um I would love to do a if I could get like a solid five minutes, my life would be complete. I'd be like, okay, you did can it, do it. Got it, done, finished. Um Yeah, so that's that's something, but to be honest, realistically, is I'm not even like trying to do that right now you know but right. it's uh it's just like on my bucket list i would love to i would love to do that at some point um but yeah i mean like i said i just love to create you know i, I like to make things you know um there it is my uh, my favorite thing is just putting your all into something and then someone hearing it seeing it watching it and then reacting you know um yeah and i do yeah i do really like that so i don't even know if it's weird because I just now thought that if I like how people react to what I make, am I even doing it for me or am I doing it for other people? Like, Ooh. <laughs> and now we're getting into yeah. some therapy <laughs> stuff and I love it. It's the theme of the album. Yeah. yeah. No, but isn't that funny when we, we start asking ourselves, like, do we do things for validation or do we do things because I want to validate myself? Yeah. For it? Yeah. Yeah. It could um, be a little bit of both too. Yeah. Cause I mean, like the, I mean, the album, I definitely did that for myself, but for sure. there are like other things that, I mean, I guess, you know, whenever, have you ever been like working on a song and you're like, oh, this is too this mood and I don't want it to be this mood because people will think it's this way. And so you I have done change. that for sure. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're never like supposed to do that. It's always supposed to be like, what do you want? Right. Um, and some people are really good at just being completely like, no, nah, I just, like I'm doing my way and all that stuff. Yeah. But I think they're. I don't know, maybe I'm speaking because it's the way that I, I tend to fall in that category as well, where it's like, I want people to enjoy mm -hmm. whatever experience. And so I have that little voice in my head. It's like, is this too much? Mm -hmm. Is this whatever? And then I think it's all about talking that voice out of trying to degrade your work, yeah. if that makes sense. But yeah, also yeah. being aware, like, oh, okay, I could change this and make it better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, I've kind of like asked myself some questions as to like, why do I do certain things and why do I enjoy like applause and things like that, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I, I feel like whenever I was a kid, I never, um, like felt like I mm. totally belonged. And gotcha. I was also afraid that no one liked me. 
Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think that a, a big part of it is like, I want to be liked. Yeah. I um, think we, I think too, like a part of just being human, it's like we all want to be loved yeah. and appreciated. Yeah. So yeah. you ain't wrong for feeling think, that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's always like half, I want people to like me. And then half is like when I'm in like my arrogant mode, it's like, I've been alone my whole life. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can do yeah. this, you know, I can do this all day. Um, so yeah, I'm always having like a battle with myself of like, do I want people to like me or do I not care if people like me? You know? So it's, <laughs> I go back and forth. And there lies the artist. Yeah. That's exactly. the artist statement. Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool though. Cause now it, it always provides polarity and contrast moments for you to create from, mm-hmm. which is cool. So it's like, Ooh, right now I'm feeling arrogant. And now yeah, you yeah. can like go off and make like some screamo shit and yep. just be like, fuck you. For real. Which like people love that stuff too. I love, I love that music. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I know that you, sorry, I just was like no, dying laughing in my head because I was like, I just like imagining just like a whole album of like, fuck you. Be screaming, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, I totally lost my train of thought right there, but I had this other question mm-hmm. for you because we were talking about uh, being liked, being liked. Um, oh my gosh. Wanting to be like seeking approval, maybe seeking approval yeah it'll come to me because i feel like it was such a like oh this question is so good i'm gonna figure it out in like two minutes when you start talking about something else it's like typical i wanted to ask so you asked me what it was like whenever i went back home whenever you go to north carolina how is it see i remember now see i told you i was like (laughs) ask away (laughs) and then i'll answer your question okay because we're in los angeles um so you were talking about needing a you know wanting applause or liking applause Mm -hmm. and so i think that this is a good segue because you know we're in la and uh i think this is just the la question is uh when's your birthday oh august 17th you're in leo yep okay knew it so there you go (laughs) 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 no but that was actually I just wanted to like kind of do a little uh, segue there because apparently too, it's like Leo's love to be celebrated. So I was wondering, I was like, well, if he loves applause, it's just, you know, Leo, you're on your stage. Uh, You're like the grand lion. Like, let it be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It could be a thing. Yeah. (laughs) This is an LA (laughs) uh, question anyway. um, But yeah, back to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So when I go home, I definitely appreciate it now. There was a really long time where I was just so ready to get out of there. And I, I don't know if arrogant is the right word, but it could be kind of fall into that mm-hmm. category as well. I felt very loner and like standoffish. So I guess arrogant might, might have been the right word um, for a minute because I just felt like for years nobody understood me and I was ready to go see if other people were into art and creativity. And so I did end up going to art school um, after I graduated high school and then came out here after college and I kind of had like a chip on my shoulder for a little while. And I remember it was second year of college. I go home for Thanksgiving, Christmas break. And there was this one kid who, you know, and, and for lack of a better term, which I apologize to use this term, it's like, you know, there's kind of like this maybe rednecky vibe in North yeah, yeah. Carolina. And it's like, you know, you just kind of like learn to love like the, 
just all types of people. Yeah, and so, yeah. so for a minute, this kid came up to me that I went to high school with and was like, oh, so you're too famous for us now? <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Yes. This was two years <laughs> into college. Yeah. So like I wasn't even doing anything. It was mm-hmm. just the fact that I had left North Carolina to mm-hmm. go to a different school. And I remember hearing that and being like, oh, what? Like, yeah. that's so bizarre. I'm not even doing anything. I'm nobody. I'm still like, just yeah, flip. Yeah. So it was it was interesting that it was almost personified that, that night, whatever feelings I had. Mm-hmm. And just seeing that and recognizing it, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to love all of this for whatever reason. It, it, it just exists. So I was like, you know, I don't know why me leaving caused people in my hometown to, to be like, oh, you're too good for mm-hmm. us or whatever. And then now it's like, I was kind of like, oh, well, my ego is, you know, bruised. And I was like, well, I'm not going to fuck with you guys anyway. And then now when I go back, it's like, we can all love each other. Like, yeah, yeah. like as long as we're all doing whatever we want to do that's like now somebody could say that to me i probably wouldn't hear it if that Mm -hmm. makes sense it's just like the the mindset that you're in in those moments Mm -hmm. so for a while there i had this really weird relationship with going home now i appreciate it and i look at things that i never looked at before like it's beautiful outside the trees are beautiful Mm -hmm. climate is beautiful things that when i was see the stars right (laughs) right it's slow Mm -hmm. there's wide open spaces at the time when I was growing up, it was the same thing you were talking about. It was just I was just ready to meet people who were for me. And and I, I honestly, I had great friends growing up that like we were like, that was my tight little core group. But I did always feel like I needed to be more of like a Southern Belle. And I was always like secretly more of a tomboy. Yeah. And so I kind of had to hide that part of me for a while. And then once I went to art school, it was like, yep. it all came out. Yep, and it was yep. almost like finding a balance between the two personalities. Yeah. Um, because it like it was like let me just explore this entire other side mm-hmm. i was like okay i'm still like from north carolina this is still a part of me and now i can appreciate it no, so, that's great yeah um so you do you do identify like the north carolina like in you still i do it, it took me a while yeah it took me being like oh i can't believe i'm from there for a minute mm-hmm. and i just realized that was I don't know what I was fighting mm-hmm. there. I don't know if it was because I felt like I was out of place and I just wanted to to own that mm-hmm. for a minute. But now it's like, no, it is a part of me. Like, I do love the South. Like, I still, just even little things like the mashed potatoes yeah, and the yeah, family yeah. gatherings and stuff like that. Like, that really is still a part of me. W- one thing I've noticed, too, that's definitely a part of me, I'll be in the grocery store and people will walk by your... Uh, sorry, like the grocery store parking lot and people are walking by your car and I'll be like... Oh, yeah, waving and waving smiling. Waving to everybody and, yeah, and yeah. it's like, you don't do that out here. People yeah, don't true. do that. That's true. So it's little things like that that like after you're gone for a minute, you're like, oh, that that this stuff does live inside me mm-hmm. no matter how much I would try to yeah. get rid of it or whatever. It is a part of me. So For sure. I um, I mean, I think that the, the small town that I still have inside of me is like, holding the door open for right. everyone and, you know, always smiling and saying hi to somebody, um, which is always uh, a gamble here mm-hmm. because if you make eye contact with someone, yeah. chances are they're going to ask you for something, you know, like you got a dollar, you got a kid, you want to come interesting, right? hear me talk about my hopes and dreams, you know? Um, so I think that that's like the biggest culture change is like here there are yeah. just so many people and everyone's trying to get something, you know? Right. Um, 
Yeah, that you're like afraid to be polite because you don't want this to turn into like a 10 minute conversation. Like I'm just trying to wave and <laughs> go about my day. And go about your day, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I also came, I mean, like you talk about the redneck thing. Like I came from rednecks, the, the camo pickup, yeah, yeah, Confederate yeah. flags, all like that. all that stuff. And I just, um, I don't know. I really don't know what I've held on to from that besides like just like manners mm-hmm. um but yeah but i don't know because i think to be honest i think i've just always been like a city person yeah something about it was like you were just drawn to the city yeah yeah i was i, I was never big into like i had friends who would go like mudding yeah you know, yeah, that, like, yeah for sure four wheelers and like literally you're just driving really fast and getting mud everywhere yeah. like, and that was like they're like this this is what we do every day you know oh our thing of fun was like <laughs> driving around yeah like exactly. that was the thing you did it was like For friday real. night pull the car whoever got the biggest car yep. you drive in the car you go around to different people's houses like that was the, yeah, the night yeah. that was the nightclub and yeah. um <laughs> yeah i don't know i just never it was just never my it was just never my style it was really all you. it was you know yeah um is that, that's so funny. So is, are your parents born and raised in that town too, or where are they from? Uh, no, my dad uh, is from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, oh, okay. So maybe even a bit more country. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it is It is country over there, but he's not like country, country. Gotcha. Um, and then, but my mom, we lived like, I grew up like in her hometown. Okay. Um, yeah. So we, uh, she like bought my grandparents' house and then gotcha. I was raised in the same house that she was raised in. Oh, that's so um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they're, I mean, they're country. My whole mom's side of the family is over there. My yeah. grandpa has like a farm and my great grandma is still alive. She has, you know, peach oh trees gosh, and wow. all that stuff. She's 99. <gasps> Turns a hundred in a couple months, actually. That is um, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. 99. 99. Yeah. So, uh, Oh my God. Good genes. Yeah. For- <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm actually excited to uh, to go see her again because I'm going back. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, next uh, next month. But um, yeah, I, I just uh, I, I don't think I don't know. I think I got it from my uncle because okay. uh, I hung out with my uncle a lot as a kid. Like he used to live with us for like years and he was like my favorite person. And so he would he would even like take me on like adventures and stuff and like gotcha. we would drive and go into the city. Yeah. Go into cities and stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so I think it's like a lot of it is because of him that he, that I wish my eyes were like opened, you know? Right. That's yeah. so cool. And it was probably like you had such a positive experience with him. It's like now you associate that positive experience being in a city too, which is awesome. Actually, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I never even thought about it like that. But yeah. You um, know, I try. Yeah. I try. <laughs> sometimes I can pick up on things yeah. like sometimes not. No, that's a, that's a nice connection. Actually, okay. I actually just read this okay. uh, like right before I came here, but they said, <clears throat> that a lot of us like um, the old cartoons and movies that oh. we used to watch, not because we really like them like they're not because they're so amazing, but because like it connects us to a time where we were like happier and more like carefree and I stuff. I can sense that for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That was kind of sad, but oh, <laughs> also I like know. it made it. <laughs> it, it is made kind sense. of, you think about it. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, dang. I don't know. It's like I was like happier a, whenever this movie came out, shit. you know, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I keep watching it over and over again because 
And maybe we're just like, this movie's not even that good, but like yeah. we think it is yeah. in our head. Wow. That's yeah. something for me to marinate on because if I'm ever doing something where I can't really focus on a movie, but I, but I like to have background noise, I'm always watching Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like just the comfort. Yeah. It's comfort so comforting. It. Yeah. And I, I was actually talking to somebody, um, about, I watch it because I've already seen it so many times that I can like quote it you mm-hmm, know so it's mm-hmm. not distracting in any way i'm not missing anything mm-hmm. but it's like i can hear their voices and it's that comforting nostalgia yeah. that you're talking about yeah just like yeah exactly maybe i was happier than I yeah right. and there's also like no no anxiety because you know exactly what's going to happen right so it's just yeah it's just kind of speaking of are you going to watch the uh, the new fantastic beast movie i actually so I want to. Mm-hmm. I don't like going to the movies. I don't know what that oh, really? is. I don't. I don't know if it's like me now just being spoiled because we can watch the movies mm-hmm. in our house. But that's how I feel. Is like I'm actually excited to go see that one. Yeah. Which was like, okay, cool. Like I'll go to the movies for that. But usually, if somebody's like, let's go to the movies and see this, I'm like, I'll yeah. wait for it to come out on HBO. I don't know what that is, but I but I'm it's I convenience. am. It's yeah. convenience, yeah, and comfort. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on my couch. Yeah. But that one, I'm glad you asked, cause like I am, I'm gonna be ready. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't even like the Fantastic Beasts series as much as Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, probably just because I was like attached to growing Absolutely. up with all those characters. You know, I was mm-hmm. like the same age that everybody. You know, little little Daniel Radcliffe and yeah. and all of them were. So I basically grew up with them, and so Fantastic Beasts was like cool. But yeah, yeah. But now just because I love like the whole mm-hmm. being a wizard and <laughs> no, for real. all that. Harry Potter, I still remember. I remember whenever I went to the theaters right. to watch the very first one. It was with right. my uncle. No, oh, and, see, yeah, so and cool. so, yeah. Oh. And uh, yeah, I was like still, it was the first time I was ever in a theater and everyone clapped when the movie right. was about to start. Right. And um, yeah, it was incredible. It, it's so cool too. Cause um, so I was born in 93, so I can't remember what year the first Harry Potter book came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was just too young like to follow when the books came out. Mm-hmm. But it was still like the four were out when I remember. Gotcha. Like when I was first introduced to the series, like my dad was reading me the books. And I think the first four were out. Mm-hmm. And then like I remember when the fifth one came out and the sixth one, I was like definitely not at a reading level. Yeah. Of, like, oh my God, this 600 to 800 mm-hmm. page book like, yeah, is yeah. not for me right now. Um, so yeah, when it was the, the movie, I remember that too, because there were all those kids that were just a little bit older that mm-hmm. were like, I've read all of these books and now I can go yep. see them. In, yeah, that in was theater. me. I was, oh. I was 91. So like I, oh, okay. I read the source of oh. stone and chamber of secrets, Love all that. that. Oh. Yeah. I, I think I read the first, like my dad read me the first one, like right as we were seeing the first movie, mm-hmm. whenever that came out. So like 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? The other day I was like, I did something 20 years ago and I was like, the Ugh. fact that I can say that <laughs> yeah. is so funny because like I'm 29 now. So For I was real. like, I was nine. I still had like nine. Not that, you know, that wasn't like I was five, four. Yeah. I was like, no, I was a full human yeah, <laughs> at that point. Real. I was like, yeah, I did that 20 years ago. For real. I was like, dang. Yeah. I can Age say I, that now. Age is a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie though. I feel younger now than I've ever felt in my life. I feel better now than I've ever felt. Facts. Same. Like, I don't know if that's because you just are your, you finally accept like you are who you are. But I was saying that to someone who, um, one of my friends, shout out my friend, I won't name your name. Um, (laughs) but she was like, I'm turning 25. Yeah. And I was like, you're fine. Yeah. I 
<laughs> I was like, don't worry. Like, it yeah. didn't all hit me until like maybe 27, but really like 28 hit. And I was like, I'm having a good ass time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it took me that long. And I'm, everything else was just like worrisome. Yeah. So I've got a friend who was uh, last year, she was 21. She was like, oh my God, I'm 22. <laughs> like, it's all over. I was like, what are you talking about? Jesus. <laughs> like, oh, you guys are fine. Yeah, chill, man. <laughs> but, um,. No, I will say the coolest the coolest thing about age is that you realize how much time you really do have. Right. Everybody I think that they they freak us out by saying that life is short. Yeah, and yeah. I realize that's not any it's good not way truth. to look at life yeah. at all. There's so much time and so much yeah. that you can do and and even in just a day. Like yeah. me changing the way that I viewed a day, like it's really just perception. Mm-hmm. But it's because we are, I mean, everyone's afraid of 30. Like 30 is like the magic number where you're supposed to have Isn't everything so figured funny? out, the job, the kids, the yeah. yada, yada, you know, and you can't change after you're 30, you know. Isn't it's that a, so funny, like being like there now and you're like, oh I my st- God, I'm still a <laughs> yeah. kid. The and hell? I couldn't imagine having a kid right no. now. I couldn't imagine like so many things. Me either. And then I think about like how old my mom was whenever she had me. And I was like, oh, you were a baby raising a baby. Like, baby. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah different times like everything now too is there's so much more information that i don't know if maybe just our head spaces where we have so much more opportunity so it's almost like we're aging and not reverse a little bit but just aging slower because mm-hmm. i'm meeting people all my age and i'm like i feel like we all look yeah. young and good and i feel like you could be yeah. anywhere from 23 yeah. to <laughs> 31 you know what i mean like, yeah. I'm like i don't know how old you are um, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Age is just a number, kids. You're fine. It's just a number. <laughs> Unless you're under 18, then it's something else. But <laughs> Don't, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's been, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like excited. I think, um. It's just a beginning. Yeah. Just really a beginning. Yeah. My, my knees pop a little more than they used to, but, but that's Bye. about it. It's okay. You're also <laughs> fighting. Not, yeah, well, that's true. Right. No, but speaking, I just had a thought because when you're like, if you're under 18, because it's like you were born in 2002, like oh, or yeah, later, yeah. and then that's what freaks me. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, yeah. But it's really not that big a deal. Like, <laughs> you guys are fine. But that freaks me out because I remember when the like it turned into the millennia. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Uh, the millennia. Two- 2000, 2000? Yeah, yeah. yeah whenever that I remember that too I remember right? the fireworks and the and everybody I didn't realize it until later like everybody was like the world's gonna end yep yeah. I remember that too <laughs> I remember that too we're fine we're here and then 2012 the world was gonna end again because right. of the Mayan calendar thing right I remember waking up that next day and I was like huh yeah exactly. <laughs> here <laughs> yeah yeah what a fun time we've and yeah, everybody I... I guess thought the world was gonna end two years ago yeah I think that I th- actually think because of the 2000 thing and the Mayan calendar thing, that's why I take worldwide like catastrophic events less seriously. Me too. Because I'm just like, I mean, because to be honest, even COVID, I, I wasn't taking it like super serious. I was no, like, oh, this is like a serious thing, but like I'm not really afraid of it, you know? No, I feel you. And a yeah. lot of people I know are going to feel like, oh my God, how could you not be like, you know? And I felt like that's what we had to kind of endure the last couple of years. Yeah. But now that we're all here and kind of past the threshold, I think it is another one of those mem- moments to just recognize that we don't know how much time we have on the planet yeah. to enjoy every day. Like they're going to throw something at us Seriously. all the time. Like I think about this constantly. My grandfather having being, uh, he was in war mm-hmm. and just the things that he saw. And I was like, and he was, I'm, 
I'm going to use the word fine lightly yeah. because who knows how he was actually dealing with that. But I remember he was so functional up until he passed away. It was yeah. just like, how could you have seen all that and be, been a functioning human being, you nope. know? Yeah, for real. So it's like, there's always going to be something. So mm-hmm. it's like, how do you act amongst the chaos? Mm-hmm. That's like my new thing I'm trying to focus on. It's like how to make everything like the best experience that you can. For sure. Because we don't know. Yeah. Like... There are things we can't control, but we can control how we react to them. Right. And we can control like ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when you, it's kind of freeing in this, at least for me, it was really freeing to be like, well, I can't change people's opinions about me. I can't change anything else going on, but I can change me. Yeah, for sure. So that was pretty liberating. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) It's like, cool. Yeah. I'm just going to run with that. Seriously. It's my word of advice of the day. (laughs) Just run with yourself. Just run with yourself. So shit, this is what always happens. We're we're hitting that hour mark. Oh really? All Isn't right. that weird? This was great. Yeah. Well, we but I always like to do a final question. Yeah. So I kind of already did my final question right. earlier. Usually I save it till the end, but I'm gonna kind of switch it up then too, because usually I say like, where do you see yourself in the next three to five mm, years? Mm. Which you can touch on that too. If like there's just a a goal like something set in stone where it's like with music or without music, what you want to achieve in that time span. Or, you know, if you just see yourself. Yeah. Actually answer that first. Yeah. First, yeah. I feel like there's something cause we, I said five to 10, but yeah, we didn't ask about specific goals. Um, so. I would, I would honestly like to make my mark in the music game. Um, in like in a way of just content what you talk about mm. i would like there to be a lot more real music mm. agreed um <laughs> i uh i want to take out like all these microwave singles that we just keep making over and over just to see yep. how many streams we can get in two weeks um i no i, I, I want to put i want to put emotion back into music like real emotion um yeah because it's like it's one of those things where like I did it and I know the feeling and it's like an addictive feeling mm-hmm. um, just because the, you have nothing to worry about if you can't bring something up about me if I already told you everything gotcha. kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and also I feel like for other people, they just feel it so much more. Like I love whenever someone comes after a show and say, Hey, I really needed that. Right. Um, yeah. And, and I just, I want that, you know, because so much, I mean, yeah, let's party all the time and not think about anything and pop a Somalis and, you know, just dance. <laughs> That's cool. But also let's feel things because right. a lot of people hide from their feelings so much. There's so much like, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. There's so much of that in the world, but like it does bother you Yeah. <laughs> and you do care. And, you know, and so let, let's just care more. And, and I would love to bring that into music more. I fucking love that. I was actually saying that the other day too it's like when I go and listen to music I'm still listening to music that's 20 years old Mm -hmm. like right now you can't tell me who's on the radio I'll be like I have no idea what your name is yep and so I think you you're hitting on something that really needs to happen like bring out that summertime banger (laughs) bring out those songs that make people feel something yeah like you were saying so I see that from you that's the goal. And thank you. Yeah, yeah of course. Huh. Well, thank you so much for being on. It, it was, was such a pleasure. A pleasure. Yeah, of course. So again, this is Christopher Leon. Where can people find you? Yo, yo, Christopher Leon music 
on Instagram. Um, you can listen to all my music on Christopher Leon. The album is We're All Healing. Boom, got the hat right here. Um, yeah, come through. If you're in LA, uh, Saturday, Sassafras Saloon. It's on Vine Street, 10 p.m. Come through. Uh, yeah, hit me up. DM me on Instagram, and I'll give you all the all the details. Hell yeah! Is Hell Instagram yeah. the only place where people can find you right now? It's where I'm most. I mean, you can find me on TikTok and all that jazz. Uh, Everything is Christopher too. Leon music, but Instagram <laughs> is is my jam. That's the main one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you again so much for being Thanks here. For me. I'm gonna go miss like listen to your music. We're <laughs> gonna go play some stuff. Um, thanks guys for tuning in to the Shop Milk Room podcast. Yeah. We fucking love to have you guys join us on these beautiful talks. So yeah. everybody go listen to Christopher Leon now. Hey. See y'all next time. Thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, baby. Thank you so much. Of course, that was so great. That was easy. <laughs> hey, I know.